Welcome to the Second Course Podcast, a production of Coppell Bible Fellowship. Every week we discuss our sermon series to expand on what God is teaching us. Grab a chair and join us at the table. Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of the Coppell Bible Fellowship Second Course Podcast. My name is Nathan, one of the pastors here at CBF, and I'm so glad for you to join us today because right here in this room, right now, I have Michael and Barkef. How are you guys? Doing great. Yeah, Doing great. great. Nice. You guys feel like uh, tomorrow we're going to get a little snow? That's what I heard. I doubt it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it'll just be cold and miserable. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think I it's just going to be cold. But based on history. Yeah. I based would on history. You know, and it's snow. funny, last week we were doing this and it was like 75 degrees outside. With a little bit, and then it got a little cooler. But mm-hmm. hey, you know what? Texas, January. Yeah, welcome to Texas. You never know what you're going to get. So true. But, but you do know what you're going to get on this podcast today, which is our follow-up from our message yesterday, because that's what we do every week. Mm-hmm. We sit down. We talk about uh, where we were in God's Word on Sunday morning. And we get to expand a little bit on that. So we are continuing in our series in First Peter. Last week, we had our transforming trials message from Barkef. Michael... You were in the saddle this week, and so why don't you give us a little bit of an overview of uh, where we were in uh, Peter and give us the kind of the 35,000-foot view, but hey, if there's anything you want to add to it, go ahead. Yeah, well, first off, it was 12 verses, which is kind of a lot to get through in a book like First Peter, but it was verses 13 through 25, and the overarching theme, I think, that, that was really encouraging to me is the idea that one day Jesus is coming back. Mm-hmm. And we know this is going to happen, and it's a glorious day for all believers for so many reasons, but ultimately it culminates in the promises of God being fulfilled, all of them. And Peter is saying because of that day that we know about and we can, we can literally live in and live with that truth and live with that knowledge and know it's going to happen, it should dictate how we think, how we act, how mm-hmm. we move here and now. And so he calls it this great hope. And he tells us that we need to have our rest, uh, or we need to rest fully on that great hope. Mm-hmm. And so it, it really does, if last week was transforming um, trials, this week is, okay, how do we get through them, and, and how do we think correctly when we're in them, or if we're just in regular old life. And it is the same for either situation, and it's thinking of this day, this glorious day that's coming, and letting that guide us. And then there are so many other pieces to it uh, that he goes into, but that is, I think, the 35,000-foot mm-hmm. view. Cool. Um, you know, something, it's a word we use a lot of times, and maybe this is something that uh, might be uh, difficult uh, to kind of narrow down. But when you talk about having rest, how do you think that looks like in the everyday life of resting in the hope of the day to come? Um, if you were to try to explain that to a new believer or someone who maybe had never read Peter before, how would you? what would you say that rest is? Man, I think Peter throughout, well, even in that that verse, he talks Mm -hmm. about the mind. And I think it goes back to a mindset, um, which may involve physically resting if Mm -hmm. if that's something that you need to do. But I think it's quieting your mind and knowing that the reason you could be unrestful or scattered or anxious or nervous um, is because you've let your mind wander away from this great hope. Mm. And this great hope, if you can think about it and dwell on just even for a little bit, it brings yeah. some peace, and it brings some joy, and it brings what it's supposed to bring, which is this centeredness back to the mission that God has for us here mm-hmm. and His mission overall of one day coming back again and establishing His kingdom. Yeah, I thought what you did really well on Sunday, you, you opened with this uh, phrase, and you asked us to finish the phrase, aim at nothing, and you'll hit it every, hit it time. every time. 
And that, that really helped us focus the idea of he's saying, hey, set your mind on the hope that we have mm. in that day when Christ returns, and, and we will see whether or not we're going to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. But now, if we have our mindset on that day, how is it I want my mindset to be different from what it mm-hmm. would normally be mm-hmm. in this world system if, if I'm looking at, you know, that day really is coming. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought you did a great job. I think the whole idea of resting in that is like that's where you, you, you lay down everything that you, you're, all your expectations are. Okay, if I'm going to look forward to something, what is it I'm looking forward to? Mm. Let's look forward to that day when I'm going to stand before him and hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, if yeah. if mm-hmm. I will let my mind be trained to the new things, the new way of thinking by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, I thought you mm-hmm. did a good job on that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. <clears throat> um, coming off last week's talking about trials mm-hmm. and talking about those difficulties of life, it's, it's a great transition to the idea of resting in the hope because now we have this picture of Trials being transitory, if that's the right word, mm-hmm. short-lived, but yet in that is an opportunity for uh, that moment, as Barkef talks about, to hear, well done, good mm-hmm. and faithful servant. And so that transition between uh, the trial and and then into hope is such a great, uh, it was so fun to be able to mm-hmm. see that piece come together. You know, as you were um, preparing, Michael, what kind of just... Was there anything, because obviously we've read these passages before that mm-hmm. just kind of went, okay, this is hitting me a little bit new or different, or mm-hmm. this is something that just was kind of a profound, uh, almost like a you know the hammer strike of, okay, I yeah. got to get this in there. Man, it, it was it was what the intro joke or phrase or story about the Dallas Cowboy kicker was about. Yeah. The fact that if we don't aim at something, we hit it every time. Because in verse 18, which is the, the very middle of the section we went through, uh, Peter says that you're redeemed, and he doesn't say the typical phrases that we sing in songs. Mm-hmm. You're redeemed, yes, by the blood of the Lamb, but you're redeemed from hell, and you're redeemed to heaven. And and though that's true, he said you're redeemed from the here and now aimless living or aimless conduct. Mm. And it struck me when I thought about that, and then I started digging into it to see what, what other definitions... Um, or what other words could you put in there versus aimless that yeah. are the same? And you start finding words like vain and of no value and unproductive and uh, of no meaning or lasting effect, and you're just mm-hmm. going, oh, my gosh, <laughs> we were redeemed to live great lives here and now. Mm-hmm. But once again, not on our own merit and not by what we can do, but it all goes back to this precious spotless uh, lamb that died for us. Mm-hmm. And that's what he says in verse 18. And so it was just eye-opening to me because I just started thinking about my life, and I want to live a great one, as I hope everyone does. And I just started thinking, how many times do I live aimlessly? And Mm -hmm. it's typically when I take my eyes off of Jesus. And so Peter here is saying, we have this great hope, yeah, um, and it needs to direct how we think and how we act here and now. Excuse me. But aside from that, the here and now is also redeemed. Mm -hmm. And there's a way you should live excuse me, set apart, et cetera. And so the aimless living or aimless conduct that he mentioned, Mm -hmm. that when I, after I read the passage multiple times was diving in, that just stuck with me, which is why the the intro story was about that. And I felt like I needed Mm -hmm. to hit that in the middle before we even got to it further on in the sermon. And I think that's important. And I've always loved the word of value. 
Um, what are the things that I'm doing? Because there is the truth, and Paul writes about this of standing before the Lord, and mm-hmm. um, you know, our works or our life will be judged whether good or bad. And that bad is the value. Mm-hmm. Was it was it a value to what God was doing in the world? Was it a value? Of, of us as believers growing and, and being good disciples and what you're talking mm-hmm. about, that mindset, Barkev, mm-hmm. where we can just condense it down or even just simplify it as, okay, it's just sin. But no, it's it's beyond that. It's, okay, you're conducting yourself mm-hmm. um, in light of what you know is coming, but in light of what God is doing in the world. Right. Yeah. And he talks about this idea of don't don't live, don't act out, don't think the way you used to think when you were ignorant. Oh, it's like that. Cause, yeah, actually, because so, I relate to that exactly, exactly. So the idea is, the more we dig into His Word, the more we know, the more our lives will be transformed because our thinking, our as you mentioned this Sunday, mm-hmm. yeah, that stinking thinking, thinking. Mm-hmm. we have to get past that. And so he highlights the fact that you know we once acted out in ways that were detrimental to ourselves and all those around us, but we did it because we were literally ignorant of what mm-hmm. we were in the middle of. Mm-hmm. And now he has enlightened us by the power of the Holy Spirit. The moment we accepted Christ, now we have the Holy Spirit living mm-hmm. within us. Mm-hmm. And if we will read his word, he will instill to our hearts that transformation that we all look forward to and want to experience. And that's mm-hmm. that's what he's highlighting here. He's, he's making a point. He's saying, hey, when he says, be holy as I am holy, and you did mm-hmm. a great job. Look, we're never going to be, quote, sinless in this yeah. life. Yeah. But we can choose to have our minds set in such a way that mm-hmm. we will be be informed by the Spirit, and in that in that sense, we will be set apart, which is, of course, mm-hmm. what the word means, mm-hmm. for good purposes mm-hmm. to be used yeah. of Him for His kingdom purposes. And so Christ set Himself apart. He He's truly human. He's 100% human, 100% God, but He actually chose to set Himself apart that every minute of every day was, God, Heavenly Father, what would you have me do? Mm-hmm. And that's, we can do that. Now, we won't do it as well as Jesus mm-hmm. did it, but we can do it by the power of the Holy Spirit day by day, moment by moment. And when we mess up, unlike Christ, we have First John 1, 9. He didn't need it. Mm-hmm. We do need mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right. So. Well, and, those, and, and you just think about the witness that is to be set apart. You know, we hear about it with our church and the folks in our church all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, new people come, and what was it? Well, we saw the building, or we know so-and-so, and there's just something about them. You know, it's that classic phrase you hear yeah. about. But if you think about these people that Peter's writing to, they're these dispersed, persecuted Christians under trial who had to flee, and so obviously their mindset, which is why he started with the mindset Mm -hmm. in this section, their mindset is probably anxious and nervous and questions without answers, and he's trying to, uh, they're trying to think, what's next, and how's this going to work out, and does God care about me anymore, and look at what's happening, does he know? And then all of a sudden you have Peter getting to this idea of mindset and it coming into this, now if you even away, persecuted, Mm -hmm. going through things, the world can see that they know that, but even in that, you'd be set apart. They're going to be wondering, how in the heck is that possible? They're going to be wondering, how is it that you're still acting this way? How is it that you have joy right now? How is it that mm-hmm. you have peace right now? How is it that you're thinking this way? And of course, he's saying, well, because they know the end-all, be-all goal for us believers is this one day when Christ returns. And so it's just interesting to think that even for our lives right now, um, not persecuted in the way they were, though that could come in our lifetime, mm-hmm. and sure it does around the world to, to various Christians. Mm-hmm. But here in America, not as much. And so 
we still go through trials and hard times. And so even in the middle of those moments that we, that I hope are few and far between don't happen to us, but I know that we live in life and it will. But even in those times, man, if we can set our mind on the things that God wants us to think about, if we can have the right mindset, which is why it's so important to be active with our mind as Peter starts out, gird your mind, think soberly. Mm -hmm. Um, when we're going through that, we can experience it differently. We can experience it different than the world would, mm -hmm. than the people of the world, that they may dive deeper into depression when something goes bad. They may have more anxiety. They may need, they need, may need to go get more medicine, or, or they may go to alcoholism or whatever it is mm -hmm. to try to figure out, find an answer, or just get rid of the problem, they think. But we don't have to do that. Yeah. And we've been redeemed from that, and we're able to think differently and be differently, and even in the middle of... Uh, trials, um, things that go on bad, we, we can be a light and we can, mm -hmm. we can go through in a way that the people around us are going, what is it about you and how is that even possible? Yeah. And then deep down what they're saying is I want to experience that. <clears throat> yeah. And I think there's a, there's a, you, you know, you hear this all the time from the world side of things of, it's almost like they have this prescripted script of how Christians should behave. Right. Mm -hmm. And right. when you don't behave that way, they suddenly evaluate, well, you're, you know, this isn't very Christ, like you're not a Christian, this is all wrong. But what they are not understanding is that it starts with the mindset and mm -hmm. the thinking and the internal first mm -hmm. so that we can see that honest outpouring mm -hmm. of it instead of just a checklist we do to look a certain way. It is more than that. Mm -hmm. It is a it's transformation as we constantly right. talk about. And that mindset, the more we are seeking to be more like Christ, the more we're spending more time in the Word, the more time we're spending in prayer and allowing Him to teach us, to grow us, and the Spirit's working in us. Now they're seeing that honest and true reflection of right. what that is. And I think that's something right now, even in the world we're in, is even more important. I mean, it's always been important, but it feels like now it's just this very... Um, this this is intense need for mm -hmm. that because there's such a misrepresentation mm -hmm. of who God is in the world. That's true. And, we, you know, we have the high advantage of having an eternal perspective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So those without Christ, they, they don't have that. They don't have something to look forward to. They This is all that there is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if this is all that there is, the, 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 the momentary struggle is it, it's, it's it. This is it. This could be it. Mm -hmm. And for us, though, we you know what this is not all there is. We have we have a hope. We have a future. We have a hope, and so we can look past the temporal. And, and of yeah. course, Peter brings that up continually. Mm -hmm. This all in the very beginning introduces the idea, though, that temporarily you're going through such a mm -hmm. thing. He's purposely highlighting a contrast between what we experience now and what we'll experience in the future. Mm -hmm. And so, let those things that are happening now have a positive effect. On our future, mm -hmm. which is but much, much longer. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and if you don't have an eternal perspective, then you don't have that to look forward to. Yeah, right? and so the, yeah. everything here is is uh, agitated much higher degree mm -hmm. because you know I got to fix this here and now because mm -hmm. this is all I have, mm -hmm. and uh, we're fortunate that that we have a different perspective and want to share that one. You just made me think of something. Uh, the opposite of you know going through trials and such. I think I mentioned this. He's writing to these people who are having bad days because they're going through these this persecution and things like that, and they're scattered and. And while their days hopefully get better if they don't, they know they have this mm -hmm. hope of this great day coming. Well, then I said in the sermon yesterday, well, it's the opposite is true, too. Uh, even a great day here pales in comparison to that day. Yeah. Yeah. And so Thank even well. having this eternal perspective in the here and now, going through great days, mm -hmm. makes them even greater because you can understand the love that God has for you to yeah. bring you here and let you experience that. You can understand that these are glimpses of what even is to come for us yeah. believers. So even... 
in a good day, in a great day, it, there's just something about that that you can understand different than those of the world who don't have this mindset. And so it just makes it so much better and sweeter. And mm-hmm. even once that moment's over, you still have the eternal perspective perspective to look forward to when this yeah. when this when this emotion, this feeling, this thing doesn't end. It goes on forever and ever and ever. And so you just say, "What a grace of the Lord to experience here now." Yeah, you always hear that that statement. How could God, you know, allow all these you know bad things to happen? But you're like, how do you explain the good things? Because <laughs> there's no way that that just happens. You know, mm-hmm. there has to be a good God, and we do get that that mm-hmm. glimpse and that understanding of it, and experiencing that and seeing that eternal perspective. Which, uh, to your point, I think it reinforces and cements. Uh, that truth that God is good because, mm-hmm. you know, okay, yeah, there could be terrible things going around, but I have this glimpse, this picture, and, and I have to attribute that good to him because it can't be anything else. Right. No, I think that's so true, man. Just Peter as a whole this in this 12 verses here, which is funny, just so everyone on the podcast knows, I kind of talked Barkef into having a shorter sermon series, and I paid for it this Sunday <laughs> by, by, the big, the largest by getting passage, a, a, a larger section of scripture to go through. Uh, so I may have to try to sway his mind. So what for you're the saying, there is justice now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it has happened. But all that to say, it was beautiful to see Peter's thinking through the entire thing of starting with this girding your mind and then how it just kind of stair steps into this progressively, okay, gird your mind, yeah. now think soberly. Put your hope there. That's going to help you focus. Uh, be an obedient child. Don't live in ignorance mm-hmm. like we already talked about. Be set apart. All these things that are just so vivid for us to think about and to see, and it's just so helpful, I think, and encouraging as a believer to go, man, it starts in my mind, and he's giving me all these tools and all these visuals to help me understand how I should think. Mm. And so as a whole, this part was just very encouraging to me. And even getting towards the end, which he kind of switches it up and gets towards the idea of, of uh, loving your other brothers mm-hmm. and Christians and being steadfast in that love and how to do it from a pure heart, um, just very insightful. And I think for our church, I said this, I kind of commended our church on stage. I think we do an excellent job of that. I've been to a few churches in my life, you know, like mm-hmm. my dad was a pastor, but since I've been on my own, you know, went off yeah. to college and stuff, I've probably only attended four and I've worked at two of those churches. And mm-hmm. I still, so it's not a lot, but I just know that I just hear about it at our church all the time. And so I wanted to commend our people that we do that really well. Yeah. Let's make sure we're doing the rest of it really well too. You go, you look like you're getting ready to say something, Barkhev. Go I, for it. I just wanted to talk about the illustration you gave with. Jubilee. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. You got to stop that doing was, that, man. That was, she wasn't in the first th- one, so yeah. I just didn't think, on, I wasn't ready on. for it. And here's what y'all couldn't see. Y'all couldn't see that she was at the very back seat when I said, you know, I see her and I just think, I'll just ask her right here in front of everyone. Let's hope this yeah. works. And so when I say, Juju, does daddy love you? She's, for those that don't know, she's in the very back seat. She stands up. She only has about a foot between her and the chair in front of her. She gets as close to that chair as she can. She gets on her tippy toes. She grabs the back of the chair. She leans up, big smile, and says yes. And it was more the action leading up to that than the words yeah. because that backed up the story. And, and that's what made my heart the, break. You, you had the picture. So that go ahead. <laughs> even the rest of us didn't have. Yeah. That's you have just that. a beautiful I mean, if I had done that picture. to my 17-year-old, I would have got a totally different answer, but not because she doesn't, but so because I called her out. Hey, I, I take it when I can get it right now. <laughs> she would have hung me out to dry <laughs> right, on stage. That illustration right, would have right. bombed. And then yeah. she would have smiled at me like, I did that to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt what you were saying, Barkev. I just wanted 
wanted everyone to know that side of the story. That just picture of what joy it brings to your heart yeah. to see her respond that way and the anticipation of Heavenly Father's joy mm-hmm. when we stand before him to, to know that we have rested in the reality that he loves us no matter what we're going through. Mm-hmm that that right there is, is uh, if nothing else, gives reason for him allowing us to go through the yeah. trials today so that uh, he has that great joy of seeing us mature through that process and know, no matter what you're going through, I love you and I'm going to help you win. Mm. So awesome. I just think that's awesome. Makes oh, it was a, was a great, great illustration. Yeah, it was. Great, well, it was. Really well done. Thank you, Jubilee. Thank, Thank you, Jubilee. <laughs> we need to have her on the podcast. Yeah, hey, Jubilee. What do you want? What do you want to talk about it? That's right. Um, but uh, well, that's awesome. And uh, again, uh, you guys are actually going to be out of town coming up. Yeah, you are going to be in Belize. Well, you and Big Steve are going to have to hold down the fort. Well, you, Brian you, too, Steve but he Brian. has, he has to go it. to school. Right. DTS <laughs> yeah. down the street. Down the street. Yeah, right, that's what we call right. it to at his apartment. Um, <laughs> so actually, for the next two weeks, we got Big Steve up on deck, and I got to tell you he's already been here printing out a sermon this morning yeah, first thing as soon as the building's it. open ready to go. so he it. is ready mm-hmm. and you should be ready too so buckle in yeah, that's right <laughs> we love big steve yeah get mm-hmm. your cup of coffee ready he is ready to bring the i think he has 10 verses this week i'm not sure what he has next week but no doubt they'll be he's insightful. got 10 verses in the book of romans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get through <laughs> no he's definitely in chapter two of first uh, peter yes, yeah he is. it'll be it'll, it'll be good i, I will miss uh this one because we'll be gone yeah. and then the next one will actually we we'll come be in the night before, it. yeah. 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 So, we'll so you be get to see it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure out how Very we're going to do this episode yeah. of the podcast. Because without Brent, I'm just going to mess this up. Yeah. So. Well, obviously, you guys can be praying for us as yeah. we're on our trip. We leave Saturday morning. We yep. get back the following Saturday night, and yep. lots of work to be done. We're building a house. Yes, you are. From a missionary from house, bottom yeah. to top. Yep. Nice. So well, we appreciate everybody listening once again. I say it every week, but we really do. We're having a blast with this, and you know, as long as you keep listening, as long as you're enjoying it, we might still do it anyway. Just yeah, to, yeah. just because you know Monday it's afternoons fun are fun. It's fun for us. Yeah. So. Uh, please, if you have any questions for Michael, especially super difficult ones that uh, <laughs> yes, maybe are yeah. still resonating in your mind. My email address is Nathan at CoppellBible.org. <laughs> and my forward is to Michael at CoppellBible.org. So we can do that. Now, actually, if you have any questions, send them to info at CoppellBible.org. We will do our very best to get back to you. If you have any suggestions, please send them to us. Uh, keep listening. Thank you so much. And until next time, we hope to see you on Sunday. Thank you for joining us for the Second Course Podcast. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by the discussion. If you'd like more information about Coppell Bible Fellowship, you can check us out at coppellbible.org or email us at info at coppellbible.org. However, the best way to get to know our church is to join us on Sunday at 9 or 1045 a.m. We would love to see you. 